Initiating system one. System one loaded. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Purple Face coming to you live from the Purple Palace in Philadelphia. And you are now live for In Beta, the livest podcast swimming through the airwaves today. And now here's your host, the social media extraordinaire, the it you need to get, Fame Black. Thank you. Class is now in session. Please return to your assigned seats. Children, welcome to In Beta. I am your host, Fame Black, but you guys can call me Mr. F. If you haven't already guessed, today's episode is about school. More like high school specifically. See, some people consider high school to be the best four years of their life. Not me. But according to my class reunion invitation, it's been 10 years since I graduated. Looking back, I realized 80% of what I learned there For a lot of people, high school is the time where they had their first drink, smoked their first cigarette, tried weed, drove, had their first kiss, first boyfriend, girlfriend. It's such a new and exciting time. Boys start to get a little bit of facial hair. Girls start to get a little bit of boobs, you know? And everything, literally everything that you do annoys adults. So if you are listening and you are in high school currently, please take my advice. I know what I'm talking about. Breathe. All right? Breathe. I know that high school students are some of the most stressed out people in the country. That's a fact. Because everything is changing. Everything's new. You got school. You got your whole future ahead of you that you have to think about and decide on. You have driving, you have peer pressure, you have uh, relationships, social media, hormones raging all crazy within you. And the last thing that you need is some adult telling you that you're still a kid and your problems aren't really important. Well, Fame Black is here to tell you that you still are a kid and your problems kinda aren't important. Listen, if you're scared to ask Lisa out because of that pimple on your chin, wait till you meet receding hairline and beer gut. (laughs) See how difficult it is then. And if you feel like you're just gonna die if Josh asks Rachel to the prom and not you, wait till you find your husband's grinder account. (laughs) My point is, you only get to be in the transitional period between child and adult for a very limited amount of time. So try to enjoy it and not take yourself so seriously. Because honestly, the people you hung out with, the clothes you wore, 
the music you listened to, the test you failed, the arguments you had, the people you dated, none of that stuff will seem as important to you 10 years down the road. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show coming up for you right now. But first, we're headed to music class. More MBA to come in your way. Don't tune out. Because the drugs never work They're gonna give you a smirk Cause they got methods of keeping you clean They're gonna rip up your heads Your aspirations to shreds Another cock in the murder machine They said Gonna fit in much, kid But if you're troubled and hurt What you got under your shirt We'll make them pay for the things that they did They said out Teenagers scared the living shit out of me They can kill us as long as someone will bleed So dark in your clothes We asked a few friends to share some of their favorite stories from high school. So please join us on a new segment as we go down memory lane. What's up everybody, it's your boy AT2 here. Wanted to hit you with one of my high school memories. So I had invited this chick uh, to winter ball, right? And um, I really had a big crush on her and everything like that. Um, she, damn, she was, shit, she was hot. I mean, I can't deny that. Um, she did have a little bit of, um, you know, an acne issue, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So basically, um, she ended up getting like in the midst of me asking her uh she accepted it she said yeah of course i will well i didn't know that she was getting back with her ex-boyfriend so once she got back with her ex-boyfriend she totally flips flipped the script and was like Ugh, i never said i would go out with him like no that's disgusting totally like mind you this is high school it sounds like more elementary like i had cooties or something which i probably did have cooties or something back then so <laughs> I had said in back then, well, shit, I still do now. I cut people deep. So I said that he looked like a gorilla, the dude that she was messing with. And then I said that she had herpes on her face because her acne was really bad. Well, um, it got back to them and they didn't they weren't too happy about that. So this dude, he used to be instigating all the time. He was like, hey, they want to, um, you know, talk to you over on the corner. This was after school. He was like, they want to talk to you over on the corner. And there's a, a particular way that I would walk over there. Right. Walk home. So I go, you know, I was like, they want to talk to me on the corner. And I was like, for what? And he was like, yeah, they just want to talk to you. You know, I would go over there if I was you just to go ahead and talk to them. And I was all like, 
oh okay so i was like something tells me this is a setup so i ended up going home the other way to catch the bus right tell me why it was about 10 motherfuckers waiting for me they were gonna jump my ass and i just remember waving out the window like hey how's it going <laughs> motherfucker thought they was gonna jump me you out your damn mind Here at Embeta, we're all about ideas, you know what I mean? We know that the public education budget is, is decreasing, it's very low, you know, teachers aren't getting paid enough, we know this. Although they did find some money in the budget to arm Florida teachers, it doesn't matter. Anyway, there's not a lot of money involved. But, we were thinking about how to help these kids. And we decided to add one class. It's called life class. As in, oh I'm sorry, I can't meet you after third period. I have life class. Life class. In this class, you will learn lessons, important lessons like taxes, what they're for, how to do them, and more importantly, what happens if you don't do them. Political lessons. What are the political parties? How do you vote? How does it all work? You will learn banking lessons how to balance a checkbook, how to apply for loans, how to build credit, and most importantly, how to save. You will also have emergency lessons, how to change a tire, how to jump a car, how to turn back on your power, how to hack a fire stick. Oh, oh, not that last one, sorry. And finally, job lessons. Teach kids how to write a resume, how to write a cover letter, how to go on a job interview, how to ask for a promotion, a raise. There are adults listening right now that don't know how to do at least one of those things that I just named. And there's no shame in that. I think it's a great idea because I didn't have any of these lessons in high school growing up. But I did have the Pythagorean theorem. That's a win right there. We'll be right back with more in beta right after this.
Okay, yeah, so in ninth grade, there was this math teacher. We'll just call him uh, Mr. L. And he must have been, I want to say maybe early, I'm not sure, maybe early 20s, because he was really young, so I, I think he just graduated college. Um, and he came into our school, and he was the, um, he happened to be my math teacher. Now, Fane, you know me quite well, but believe it or not, Back when I was a teenager, um, I had zero filter. Didn't care what I said, never thought before I spoke. Just, you know, whatever walked through my mind, walked right out of my mouth. So, with that being in mind, I had the biggest crush on Mr. L. And every morning, I would always make sure to tell him in front of everybody else what a nice ass he had. Didn't care, you know, just like, hey, Mr. L, ass is looking mighty nice today. Just did not give a shit. Finally, he told me, listen, I'm very flattered, you know, but that's, you know, you're a little out of line. It's inappropriate. You can't, can't keep saying that. So I'm like, okay. So then I would just turn it into, I believe what I said was, I, then I, I turned it into nice pants. Mr. L, I like your pants. Where did you buy them? Pants that look nice on you. That kind of thing is what I would kind of turn it into. And he would just roll his eyes and, and ignore it. And I would just keep saying it every day. And, you know, everybody would still get all the chuckles and whatever out of the class. And, yeah, I was kind of the class clown, too, on top of it. Um, so, yeah, that year is... Um, that's when I really, really got into um, Van Halen's Hot for Teacher. It became one of my favorite songs. Played it over and over again for Mr. L. Um, the funny part of this story is, is that now I grow up and I have children. And my kids go to the same school. And my kids know that I had a crush on Mr. L. And not thinking anything of it, go to an open house and walking down the hallway and we happen to walk past Mr. L. Now we're both older and yes, he's aged and my kids go, oh, there's your boyfriend. <laughs> and I was just like, no shit. Oh my God. All these years later. Um, and you know what? Yeah, I'd still do them. Memory Lane. All right, so you want a story from high school. The first one that comes to mind would have to be when I met my wife. Let me let me set the scene. So I'm at lunch uh, with my boys. We're sitting at the table. I'm still new to the school. It's when I first moved to St. Louis. Um... So we're sitting down and we had like this big staircase like it came right down the middle like it split the lunchroom in half. It was one half of the lunchroom on one side and the other half on the other side of the staircase. So I'm sitting with my boys, we talking or whatever. They they still like I said, I'm still new to the school, so they still trying to tell me like where certain things are, how things work. And I noticed this girl walking up the stairs and all I could see was her face. And 
I immediately looked to my boy. I'm like, yo, who is that? He was like, I don't know, but I could find out for you. I run to the stairs to try to see her. Um, she had made it all the way up. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not finna chase it down like that. My boy Darius said he's gonna figure out who she is. Um, so, uh, next day at lunch, I've been looking for this girl literally throughout the school for the last day or so. Um, the next day at lunch, my boy Darius is like, um, yeah, so I figured out who that, who that chick was. I'm like, oh, for real, who was, who is she? He stopped, he looked at me dead in my face. He was like, fool, she rides your bus. I'm like, but I don't even, I don't even ride the bus. You know, I ride in the car with Nino um, to get to school. So I, I didn't know I don't even ride the bus. He was like, man, you stupid. If I was you, I'd get on the bus today. I wouldn't even, I understand wanting to ride in the car home, but I, I would, I'd get in the bus. I get on the bus. I sit down. Um, I'm awkward as hell because, again, I'm still new to the school. I had never rode the bus before um, since I've been going to that school. I, um, I sit down. I'm waiting for this girl to get on the bus. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And literally the last person to get on the bus before the bus takes off was her. She sits down all the way in the back of the bus. Um, I was kind of towards the middle. So I'm like, all right, how, how the hell am I going to figure out how to get to the back of this bus without being awkward so I can holler at this girl? Story short, I never worked with the nerve to move back there. So um, I get off the bus. She happens to get off on my bus stop. Again, I had never rode the bus, so I did not know all of this. We're getting off the bus or whatever. I stop. I introduce myself. And uh, she was like, yeah, I was waiting for, for you to say something because your boy told me you wanted him to check who I was. So I introduced myself. She introduced herself. We, we we talked for a little minute. We're standing at this bus stop literally for like 20, 30 minutes just talking, getting to know each other. And then um, my mom, who I had never made at home, walked to the bus stop. It was like, oh, boy, I was wondering. You had me worried, sick. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, mom. She was like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was talking. Uh, she said, get your butt in the house. Come on. And so, um, yeah, that that's, that's how I met. My future wife and it was just crazy and uh how how stuff works out um i had never thought i'd be in st louis matter of fact if, if it wasn't for my parents divorce i probably would never end up living in st louis and it's just funny how things work out that i ended up here ended up meeting the person that i had a crap ton of kids with Memories all right all right i got one i got one my last year of high school, right, I was dating my daughter's mom. And she wasn't my daughter's mom at the time. We were just, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend stuff. Um, and she was in the choir, but like the advanced choir. She could really sing. And they were having like a formal spring concert. We had to go to this ballroom. It was really, we had to dress up in like, uh, you know, basically suit and tie kind of situation. The, the boys in the choir wore tuxedos. The girls wore these big fancy dresses. And it was boring as I mean, they were out there singing like songs that, you know, no one sings. It's, it's, it's not for, it wasn't for me. And it wasn't for my friend who was also dating a member of the choir. Um, so, because it really wasn't for us, we decided that we were going to show up in the beginning, where they do the opening number, make sure our girls see us, and then we were going to leave and go to this party. The plan was simple. We were going to exit out of the ballroom, 
and we were going to go to the back of the building where there was this very steep woodsy like area but it had a it had a nice little path and then once you got through the woodsy area it was a playground it was the street and across the street was the bus stop that we needed to get to the party so it was the quickest way to go if we were going to ever go and get back in time without being noticed so right around the time another school comes up and they start their number like two minutes into it whatever we sneak out boom boom go out the side door we exit out go to the back of the building we see the woodsy area it's getting a little dark but nothing to be concerned about now it's steep so you're trying to watch your step because you're trying not to tumble over as you start walking down the hill and we realized that the bus is coming and if we miss it there's no way we would be able to get to the party and get back in time without being noticed so we start running we start running down this hill through these woods it's like we got dirt on our nice shoes but we don't care we can get that off we're just running 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 we start running and it starts to turn into a playground. The playground has like swings and slides and like picnic tables and stuff like that. Now I'm gaining speed because I'm running down this hill and just the, the momentum is carrying me. I feel like Sonic the Hedgehog and I'm just going as fast as I can. And in my mind, I'm kind of like an action star at this point. I'm running really fast. He's running really fast. We're gonna catch the bus and we gotta make this deadline. And I see this picnic table and it's one of the picnic tables that have the benches attached to it. They're not adjustable, you can't move them. You gotta move the whole table, benches and all. And my idea, because I'm running so fast, is that I shouldn't go around the table. I should put one foot on the bench as I'm running and then press off and I can just hurdle the whole table. Great, oh, it'll look so badass. I'm running up. I'm gaining, I'm getting myself prepared. I'm about to do some cool shit. I place my foot out and I miss the bench. My foot slides between the bench and the table. The rest of my body, right at the waist, slams forward, hits the table with my chest. Hard as fuck, because I was going so fast. The way my friend tells it, you could, I was going so fast, when I slammed on the table, my soul kept running. I hit the table so hard, I couldn't breathe, I could feel it in my chest. I turned over and my nice shirt was covered in dirt, had been torn, my pants had been ripped a little bit, my shoes were dirty. My friend took one look at me and he said, let's go back to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for this week's episode. I'm glad that you came and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can always email us at mbetapod at gmail.com. If you want to follow the show on social media, you can follow at nbetapodcast on Twitter and Instagram. This has been Fame Black reminding you to always, always breathe. Good night, everybody.
Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life